When a beautiful and successful woman, e.g. Sushmita Sen, chooses to date a man who is rich but less attractive than her, e.g. Lalit Modi, then surely she's a gold digger, right? Why was there such a different reaction to Ranveer Singh's nude photo shoot than if it had been an Indian woman instead? And are you devaluing yourself if you step out in skimpy clothes? Hey Bernie, welcome to the sisterhood of Mummy Imperfect. I'm Mummy Imperfect, aka Rina, the, the Annabelle, and this is a podcast where you get your weekly dose of girl chat. This is another TPP episode. We usually do it at the end of the month, but I think life is a little bit all over the place at the moment. So here we are in August already with the power panel, me, Rami, and Gideth. And for the next hour or so, we're going to be talking about female-focused news and entertainment stories from the past couple of weeks. So, hello, ladies. Hello. Ladies, shall we get into it then? Shall we talk, first of all, about Sushmita Sin and Lalit Modi? So, Sushmita Sen's dating choices have kind of inexplicably and continually been a matter of public debate. So, her previous boyfriend was uh, Roman Scholl, who was 30 years old. She herself is 46 years old. Lalit Modi is 58 years old. So, now she's dating him apparently he's an Indian businessman and a former cricket administrator he was a founder and first chairman and commissioner of the IPL Indian Premier uh, Indian Premier League and um, so okay so he basically broke this news by sharing a romantic picture of both of them a photo on Twitter and Twitter went a bit mental like everybody in India had like a million memes to you know reply back to all this and stuff um the comments were quite funny but some of them were not very nice now why are people going crazy about this is it just because he is conventionally not as attractive as her is it because you know he's rich she doesn't have that many film offers at the moment she's a single mom with two kids is it about that what do you guys think she's not poor is she (laughs) no no she's not i mean (laughs) I don't, it's just like, I'm just a bit over it, really. It's just yeah. like, you know, and what? She's a, she's single. She's a successful woman in her own right. I mean, why do we have to, why do we have to go crazy? What, just because perhaps looks-wise, yeah. like, you know, okay, fine. But then, you know, it's not all about that, is it? Maybe for her, it's not about that. I mean, I think people would laugh and say, oh, yeah, well, you know, she's obviously in there for the money and all that kind of stuff, but. Who cares? <laughs> exactly. Apparently, people do care, and I think it's just because obviously everyone is obsessed with like Bollywood, especially obviously in India. Like everyone is yeah. it's oh, the fodder God, for for yeah. and you know, okay. and I, I do follow a lot of those kind of uh, Indian media accounts and stuff. So you know, I, I do see a lot of this, and I think it's just a contrast of her the the guy she was going out before and people who she's dated in the past to this guy and people are like oh my god you know this gives me hope (laughs) he's so normal looking (laughs) but what I find really strange about it all is why is she the gold digger why is he not looking for the trophy wife you know why is that not being commented on it's it's you know she doesn't one she doesn't have to justify her choice to anybody Mm. nor does he but it's just it's like I find it quite pathetic to be honest um she's always made her own choices we know that about her she's quite unconventional and, isn't she yeah, yeah yeah 
And so, you know, she's doing what she wants to do. And who is who are any of us to judge her or him if they're happy? I, I absolutely agree. And I think that it just kind of made me think like this whole thing of like, um, you know how you just said the trophy wife and a lot of these rich men, they do. That's what they do want. And because and I know and I'm not saying this about this guy. Right. Like it's more. Than, yeah. But in general, like you do actually see a lot of these kind of older rich businessmen and because they have that money and, the, and you know, money is power, you know, it's they, they do end up getting like a younger, very pretty wife a lot of the time. Don't you but agree? But their age gap even now isn't that big for the stage of their life they're at, if you know what I mean. It's not. It's, uh, yeah, yeah, that is about. 40s, 10, 50s. Yeah, it's like. not that crazy age gap oh, either. How old is he? 56. 56. 56 and, yeah. 50, so I mean, it's, like, it's, not, it's not about the age gap then. It's not about the age gap. It's what he looks like and uh, his net worth probably. That's, you That's know, it, yeah. Yet again. Another, another way. Worth, to beat down um oh, well look, clearly he's obviously maybe he's worth more than her i don't know i think he uh, is well, he's very so, and, and so you know that's it that you know but anyone anyone who's equally as rich or it just it just would have been it could have been anything any excuse to just butter the woman basically and like yeah. you said you know no one's going after him and saying oh you look typical trophy wife you know all that that's a really really good point um i know because i've had it said to me before and it just made me feel really horrible. What do you yeah. mean? Like I've had it said to me before, where um, nobody you're, looks at me you're, you're being until yeah, I was no, well, not being a gold digger. The the trophy what the trophy partner thing, where um, I was only chosen to go out with this person because when they went into a room with me, they got more attention. Right, which was not nice. No. Everyone no. likes. I mean, it's, it's a it's a backhanded like that, that, it's a backhanded kind of, compliment. You know that it it is and it isn't. It's kind of a massive insecurity on the man's part. But but you know, it's that kind of trophy feeling. We're like, okay, so you, what? You're just parading me around. I'm not here on any other merit at all, apart from what I look like. Is that what I look like, or because I'm nice and I talk to people nicely, and it makes you feel good? Social standing, or your well, yeah. Whatever, yeah. Uh, and so mm. it's that kind of thing. So that trophy, why why do people not consider it the other way around is what I'm saying. It's it's I'm on that whole trophy thing, I'm just gonna go a little bit deeper actually. And you know, I have these conversations <laughs> sometimes with Tony, like we end up having these heated debates. And because you know, there is the 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 kind of uh theory that or maybe it's biology that men think differently about who they want to be with than a woman because uh for a man looks are more important to them you know they're more visual they want somebody who is a like very good looking to be with and to kind of you know they're more driven by that whereas women uh you know emotionally yeah exactly that's it that's it so we'll look for different things so it kind of works that's why it is more skewed towards Ah. trophy wife because they do oh look at this woman like you know look how good she looks and they do want to show her off whereas we wouldn't do that necessarily i don't know you want to show your partners off to a certain degree if you know showing showing them off is the wrong terminology i think but just to be proud of like quietly proud of your partner i think i think there's nothing wrong with that and I think it's nice for both partners to feel that way whichever way it is whether it makes they make you feel good whether you 
for you, look good, whatever it is, whatever floats your boat. But at the end of the day, I just think um, terming her a gold digger immediately when there is a very clear pattern of older men having beautiful younger women. It's, you know, there's there's loads of examples like that that exist. But, you know, why didn't anyone call him out? On that theme of kind of, you know, the way that men and women are seen and stuff, I just want to talk about Ranveer Singh and his uh, photo shoot because a few weeks ago he he posed nude for a photo shoot for Paper Magazine. And have you seen the pictures, by the way? Yes. Yes. They're so good. <laughs> what do you want us to say? What do you want us to say? No, no, okay, no, no. I don't care. What I, I don't, listen, I, am, I was mesmerised and I'm not going to lie. I was literally mesmerised. He's an attractive man. He's an attractive man, and, and I was quite shocked. Actually, I was quite—I was a bit like, "Oh, taken aback that he—that he—that he'd done." The, I haven't read the article with it because it was there an article with it. I hadn't. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do that as well. I had to do a double take. Oh, I actually didn't read the article. I need to go back yeah. and actually read it. But yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think I have actually read it still. <laughs> every time you try, every time she tries, she just like. There's a lot about like, us. But yeah. <laughs> no, that's that's really bad, isn't it? I shouldn't go back. I think no, I have, I have, I have. I mean, he talks about like you know the you know the backlash that he's received and all that kind of stuff. Um, I was I was quite shocked actually. I didn't think it was his vibe, but then equally, I was just like, oh yeah, good for him. He's quite out Great. there though. He's he's very flamboyant. He's he is very flamboyant. I don't know maybe why I was so excited. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe I was surprised though. That is my was my initial like, oh okay. But yeah, fleeting and thought the pictures were great. And isn't Paper Magazine, Paper Magazine, isn't that one where Kim, isn't that the same magazine where Kim Kardashian used to break the internet? Isn't that the same magazine? Oh, I don't know. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. You know, know when she used her like. Yeah, 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 with the, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that picture, I'm sure it was the same. Oh, yeah, so I think it was, I think that was Paper, yeah. Quite normal for them, you know. Way to break See, the internet in India. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I wasn't shocked by it at all. His character, his the way he thinks about things, the way he comes across. I wasn't shocked by it at all. Um, if anyone was going to do it, it was going to be him. Yeah, and that's you know, true. That's how I feel about it. There's a little bit of going already. You know, the, the the fighting of the not the fighting, but the whole sort of you know, competition with the torsos and the sheer shirts and it was getting there anyway yeah and he's just gone whole hog right he's just now he's like kind of set the bar a little bit higher and what you'll get the other they're all copycats already yeah. already there are people who are copying like other like kind of you know uh lesser famous celebrities oh he really inspired me to do this so i'm gonna sit there in a you know kind Ooh. of this way and ha- be naked and have a photo shoot so he's inspiring people to do that and and fine right um however you know uh it is kind of double standards because there have been indian actresses who have worn more than that probably underwear and done shoots like that and been really heavily criticized so isha gupta she had a she did a kind of a similar thing and she was heavily criticized like slut shamed basically you will get slut shamed yeah that's the thing though isn't it it's it's yeah everywhere really yeah but by doing this that he's exposed that Mm. you know at the end of the day i think what they'd done was compared the comments on hers and his yeah underneath and you just see the double standards immediately don't you 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 scroll down the comments and 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 that is i mean for me 
in that way, it's also a positive that it highlights the difference really out, you know, it's plain for people to see. Yeah. It, and, yeah. and I think that's a positive because people need to really realize what their behavior is. Yeah. And yeah. question themselves, why do I do that? Why do I do this? Mm. And, and, you know, I think it's a big deal in, in that sense, more than the anything, anything else that, that it's highlighted the double standards quite openly um in a way it's like is it is it kind of like nice in a way that like, oh you know uh female actresses and uh celebrities always kind of like show skin and and there's nice things for guys to look at so is it equality in a way like oh you know let's have things that like women can look at like you know what i mean nice people for us to look at or gay guys to look at do you get what i mean um don't know I don't really open anything to look at is there a nice looking like we're talking about <laughs> uh, yeah, me neither. <laughs> yeah we're talking about like men are visual and we're more about feelings I you know to me makes no answer difference no, we wouldn't seek, I, go, I don't think we'd seek it out but it's yeah there. It's if quite, it's there it's like oh I'm not gonna nice. go oh I'm now not gonna look at paper magazine you know like, yeah mm-hmm. uh, I don't think we go out to seek it but it's there and you know why not just enjoy it you know for what it is and then just go and actually yeah and well, just turn the page and you right. carry on turn the page carry on yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah yeah um okay so basically this whole thing of like what do you wear what do you don't wear and double standards it also kind of got highlighted in this um the story where uh, the singer Becky Hill performed at Euro 2022 final in Wembley Stadium just before England's historic win over Germany. And she kind of faced a little bit of criticism about what she wore for her performance. And I think a bigger deal was made out of this than it should have because I don't think it was that many trolls saying, what are you wearing? I don't think it was that many, but because she responded to it, and I don't necessarily agree with responding to the very few that are negative, because you're drawing attention to them but she uh, I think what she wanted to say was uh if you think this about me you're wrong kind of thing right so um she basically hit back the few trolls saying that um she was wearing too little or whatever saying that women should be proud of their bodies so what she said was um okay Okay, so basically this person then apologised. She said, uh, yep, yep, very rude, but thanks for your apology. I'm also sorry you think that what I was wearing devalued my talent and wanted me to be more covered up to be a role model for body confidence to young women. As you can read, that is an oxymoron. Okay, so this whole thing of being a role model for body confidence, there's two things here. There's that, there's being a role model for body confidence, showing your body that you're happy with yourself or whatever, um, and that often involves wearing very little. And then there's, if you're wearing very little, um, how are people going to see you? And are you okay with that? Do you get what I mean? Do you know, I think when you sent this out, I think I replied like pretty much immediately to <laughs> to to the thing in the group. And I was like, really like, let her do what she wants. You know, who the hell are they kind of thing? Because... At the end of the day, I think personally she was right to respond because for me, as you know, calling out bad behaviour is important. For me, like she's a performer. How many people were watching that? And she was representing women and she was 
out there and proud. And as a performer, you wear outfits that attract attention. You do what you want to do. You do what you need to do. You know, it's not like she's walking out there down the high street wearing that. You know, she could do if she wanted to. But she's a performer. There's so many things about this. But you're undermining her talent as a performer if that's that's who she is. That That is the whole package of her as a performer, singing, dancing on a world stage, because it is a world stage. It was a World Cup yeah, final, yeah. Um, a Euros final. Um, and it was for women. And she empowered women. You know, people. And, you know, empowered, she, she's curvy. She didn't, she wasn't scared of, of showing her curves off. You know, it's, it's not, she's not the perfect, like we were talking about the Indian women earlier, like who would want to look like waifs still. Um, she's proud of it. And in that way, she is a positive role model who's gone out and done stuff like that. But yeah, I do understand what you're saying about knowing what to wear when. And I think it was all right for her to wear what she was wearing then. Um, I think it was as well. And the people that, she performed with as well like one of them was Steph London who just who wears outrageous things and wears what she wants and yeah. you know shows a bit of flesh and doesn't care and looks amazing doing it um but yeah you're right they are performers and this whole like Jennifer Lopez wears similar things when she performed you wouldn't have said this about Beyonce exactly and I, yeah. that's why I think yeah, she was right wearing, to call it out leotard. a sparkly she, I mean, leotard basically yeah, she's wearing a sparkly leotard she looks Okay, maybe apart from the top, she looks exactly like a gymnast would be on the beam. I was about to say exactly the same thing. It's like a leotard with a strappy, but a strappy leotard, isn't it? Almost like a swimming costume kind of, that that kind of coverage. Weeks and weeks of Olympics coverage and... I mean, it's. But even. You just watched all the divers. You watched all the yeah, swimmers. Come but, on. But, but, this, even, even with that, right? And I've actually spoken to an athlete before on this, on this podcast. They're not so comfortable sometimes. Well, yeah. Well, yeah no, that's the thing. She was like, why is it that, you know, when you see uh, runners, the, the women are wearing like gachian, basically, you know, little pants and crop tops, and the men are not. They're still able to run fast. And now when, when you saw that, you know, the Commonwealth Games, some of the women were wearing like the little pants and then the crop top and some of them were wearing like, you is know. That is that a choice now? Because the England kit was was different, wasn't it? So you had yeah. the pants style and you also had the cycling sort short of, type the, things, the, the shorts, the short style as well. Yeah. I know Keely Hodgkinson wore the short style. So was there a choice? And is that and if there's a choice and then that's the runner's choice, right? It's the athlete's choice, what they want to wear. They're not made to wear the gachia, I don't think. Where, where was that last I think that was spoken, that's been spoken about and discussed because, yeah, there has been a whole thing about having a choice. Was it in the, the Tokyo Olympics where they, where yeah. the, I can't remember the story now, but they wanted to wear shorts instead of these pants and they weren't allowed to. Yeah, that was, I can't remember the story. That now. was where the outrage had sparked on yeah. that. But, but here, this was her choice. This is the difference though. No one's made her, like said, you have to do this or you have to do that. That was her choice as a performer to wear that, you know, and she would have probably discussed it with her team around her, maybe. But and like she said, you know, that she would remember this for the rest of her life. They've taken something positive that would have been a positive experience for her and just turned. And and celebrities go through this all the time. It's almost like, you know, we say, well, you're in the you're in the spotlight, you're fair game. And, you know, they're just trying to chip, chip off. Any chance people have to put you down online, on socials, they will. Yeah, and and yeah, even, but even in real life, even well. in real life, course, people, people that you know. Story, it's like it's like oh. in real life, you get it less in terms of you. People might be doing it behind your back. You might have that feeling. You don't necessarily always know. 
Um, but when it's there for you to see, read, obviously I've had a lot of backlash as well with what happened to me and it's, it's not nice. Um, and you have to be really tough and really thick skinned to respond in some people I can imagine it would break. Mm. Um, but it's something that she's done. Just let her do, you know, it's, we were too, we think we have, our opinion isn't fact. We have a right to an opinion, but does everybody want to hear it? No. Um, you know, um, we've got to th think yeah. about the world that we live in. <laughs> I, I agree, but I kind of started then thinking about uh, what we wear in general. We're not celebrities, we're just normal people, right? But when we wear certain things, um, like, does it ever come into your minds? How am I going to be judged with, with what I wear? Because you do get judged what you wear. Everyone judges everyone. But like I just said just now, like it's what you wear, you know, for me, it's like what I know I can feel feels right and respectable to wear in the right time at the right place. Like right now I'm sitting at home in my in my neighborhood, I'm wearing shorts and a little vest, right? And I'm very comfortable. I've been comfortable doing this as a kid, wearing shorts and a vest when a lot of my friends have spoken about it before on this podcast. I've always been very comfortable wearing what I want to wear. And even though I come from quite a conservative family in some ways, I'm not I don't feel I'm being sexy and putting it out there in a sexual way. So I feel absolutely fine. My parents have always felt fine. You know, if other people want to judge, it's like, well, we don't care. Because um, I know when I go to the Gurdwara, if I'm going to go meet an elder, I know what I'm going to cover up. I know what, do you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. I know what I've got to do in different places. I would never go to a Gurdwara with like a boobs out, this out. I, I, you know, my hair is always tied back in a gurdwara even, you know, that kind of thing. Um, nothing too tight fitting, which shows whole, that for me, that's um, modesty in the right place. You know, you, you know, you should know how you need to be in certain places. And if, if you want to have the guts to wear something different places, dangerously, there's a dangerous zone where you know you're going to get backlash then that's that's your call but well, if you know that those there are kind of rules about in certain places you don't do this or certain things you don't do that but or i i think we've got to be sensible within ourselves we have our own kind of boundaries like lots like i said lots of girls when i was younger would have not worn shorts and a vest like this and it was me so if i knew at that point i was going to get backlash i was okay to deal with it other girls might not it, have been you know what sometimes it's also about other ending up feeling uncomfortable because some people looking at you in a certain way and I say this to my kids as well because you know now the fashion is to wear like crop tops and like tight cycling shorts yeah. and stuff and it's like as a young girl obviously you can see every like inch of your body and the outline Curve, of your body yeah. yeah okay so fine you might feel okay with doing that but I need to think like as a mom like if my uh teenage daughters are going around wearing that they may feel very uncomfortable when a guy who's older doesn't know how old they are is checking them out. And it's a, it is an uncomfortable feeling. I'm sure we've all been there, yeah. right? Where somebody's literally just like staring at you and you feel disgusting because, you know, you're wearing something and you're getting this attention and you just, it makes you feel uncomfortable. You're like, you literally feel like, oh, I feel like I got, I've had a shawl now, I'd put it on. Do you, have you felt like that before? Yeah, but then I've also kind of, I don't know, if I, I'm not gutsy. I I have questioned what they're looking at. We look <laughs> or, up, bruv. <laughs> just not like that. Not uh, depending on how they are, but it's just like. Um, but you know what I mean. It's like, have you? 
it's like have you never seen boobs before i'm sure you have i'm sure you've looked at something yeah is that kind of thing or i mean i've never always i've always been quite small on top until now but but it's like so i, I didn't have anything to look at anyway to be honest so i didn't feel that uncomfortable because they were everyone was bigger than me in that way but um yeah i i don't know i i've always questioned it but then like i said it's like you do feel uncomfortable if you're walking past like south or say say for me like going down south or broadway as a woman in i wouldn't wear this in south or broadway that's what i'm saying right would you feel i'd probably wear shorts but i'd probably wear something a bit more covered up here Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe no a, a sort of a t-shirt yeah. or thicker straps, or do you know what I'm saying? Something, but I probably, I probably, I have dangerously worn shorts in Southall a few times, but <laughs> <laughs> it's it, you know, <laughs> dangerously worn. I mean, I, I had it a couple of years ago. I was came out of the radio station, and that's like a side road, and um, I was putting. I think I had a problem with my car, and I was trying to fill the radio up, the radiator up with water, and I was wearing shorts and a yellow it wasn't like strappy like i'm wearing a strappy thing today but it was a proper like vest with like sleeveless vest. right yeah and i was bending over to put like water into the radiator and i don't know how many cars stopped in southall to ask if i needed a hand <laughs> and i remember changing a tire on the side of the m40 in the middle of the night in a full suit struggling by myself as a 23 year old woman and nobody stopped here i knew what i was (laughs) doing do you know what i mean is that kind of uh i respect you for changing a tire and knowing how to do that because i don't know how to do that you change a tire in a suit at the side of a motorway (laughs) you don't have a choice salute mate (laughs) so what but 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 do you know what I'm saying? Like people choose when they want to stop because of what you're wearing and and all that kind of stuff. But you just like, you know, I was like, just no, thank you. I know what I'm doing. I don't need your help, mate. Kind of like Jaotusi kind of situation. But it, that kind of thing was uncomfortable. I didn't expect to be standing outside the radio station for that long doing that to my car. I thought I was okay to go into my radio station, do my thing and get my car and go. Um, mm. But standing out there that long, it was uncomfortable. Um, and it was uncomfortable being looked at like that. Um, but often I, I, I would feel comfortable wearing a long dress, which might be strappy on top or whatever. And if somebody, you just like, I, I'm quite, what are you staring at me? Or turn your face the other way or look where you're going. You know, when you- my experience is a little bit different because I agree with you, Rena. Like, you know, we have, I don't, we have that sort of, we have the maturity to deal with. Mm if somebody's we and we have the confidence to say or to ignore it or to maybe you know just I used to just stare back at people and just and then and then they'd look away yeah um but would our daughters have the same sort of you know they would they have the same sort of skill set to do that at this point in time no might confuse them but my situation was different so I wouldn't wear um I wouldn't wear shorts I'd wear I'd wear no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't wear shorts in front of my dad. And so recently when we went back home, um, I was I, I did say to Mahi, like, oh, Mahi, don't wear those shorts, please. Um, I don't want you to wear those in front of Nanaji. Now, he's never, ever said anything um, to us. It's just that I just never did and I never felt comfortable. He never said, oh, you're not allowed to wear this or whatever. We used to wear t-shirts and short and um sorry uh trousers and, and whatever we it's not as if we just had to wear suits at home but 
but I just never went there. I do now, um, you know, um, and it was a bit weird actually because the swimming costume never bothered me because I was, it's functional, right? Appropriate I'm for the swimming. place. There's yeah. a reason for wearing it, yeah. Yeah, there's a reason for it. So, but now like sometimes I don't mind her wearing whatever she wants to wear at home and on holiday, but I did on some of her shorts, I was like, oh, okay, my don't wear them. Yeah. Long ones. And that's just my, I think that's just my, I don't know if that's the right thing to do. And maybe she'll be like, oh, but she should have asked me why. And I just said, oh, well, you know, I don't really wear stuff like that in front of Nanaji. Not that he'd say anything. He wouldn't, probably we wouldn't care less. It's more, it's not him, it's me. But it's that's that sexualized thing, isn't it? Like, but I, like I said, I've never worn shorts to be, like, I've never worn hot pants, shall we say. No, I know, and she's that not kind of thing. shorts to her. But then sometimes I think, oh, have I done the right thing there? I'm like, now have, is, her, is she thinking, I can't it's, do this, I can't do that. Know. It's difficult to know. It is difficult to know. It's it's one so step my... down from Junni Lala, you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Especially like when you get so, married and your father-in-law's there, Junni Lala, jaldi, put a, you know, cover yourself. Cover your chest. That's it's not like, even covering or, your head. It's no, also covering your chest. Or your shoulders. Or that kind of thing. My daddy Shoulders. had a big issue with me wearing sleeveless all the time. More yeah. What are you doing? And I was like, uh, okay. My so, nanny had this issue with... Um, Shoulders. So she didn't mind me wearing shorts ever. Wearing a short skirt yet was an issue. And for her, it was like 1947. She lived through the partition. And it's about easy access, right? Oh, my God. That, yeah. It's that kind of thought process that she... You know, she so I, she was always comfortable. I could go like how I am dressed with her, and she knows I wouldn't dress like this because she's my nanny. You know, she was, she would never have an issue with me. But she always knew if somebody else came up, I, she knows I'd have her something to cover myself up with, or she knows I wouldn't. You know, she knows I wouldn't. I'm respectful where I need to be, but for her, going to her was like I should be able to do anything. But a short skirt for her was something that. Um, vulnerability puts yeah. you in a vulnerable I've, position yeah. i guess she thought i've worn clots like short clots before and mm. i remember because i had the conversation with her because she was like uh, you know she said you know skirt why are you wearing a skirt kind of thing and i'd be like no there's a and she goes okay that's fine there's a scene in the middle there's a there's a yeah. stitching in the middle and i asked her you know it's a, it, it was that and it's really fun that you know that thing about modesty access you know they were exposed to certain things we're so f much more protected from than they were. Um, and their thought process was very different. And that thought process has, yes, been passed on, but there is a bit of, you know, there is something sensible in, it's, you know, it sounds really convoluted the way I'm saying it, but it, it's, it, there is a sensible thought process behind what they're saying. You know, a junni might seem a little like a little bit of flimsy material, and sometimes you can see through it. But it it covers your modesty. You know, it it covers your body shape. If you're wearing a fitted gummies, um, within the ladies, it's all right. When a man comes along, you cover it. You know, you're not showing your whole bust or it, your it, neckline or. I mean, it is hilarious, though. Like, you know, if you go to India, if you go to Delhi, there are literally women wearing the tiniest sari blouses ever. And I'm talking like 50-year-olds. I was about to say that, yeah. And, and the, right. the, the palla's not even over their did. It's not. Yeah, it's literally like that. That's but then, what's but so shocking. If you wear a crop top, hey, oh my God. No, crop and top and jeans she, is so like... So she gets confused. So she says, oh, for Indian clothes, why is it okay? Why is it yeah. okay to see my stomach? And I'm like, oh, okay, I can tie your chunni around. So at the wedding, she was just like, oh, well, this is short. And this is, you know, I can... She, 
she liked it you know and and Neha loved it as well so she was just like I'd love to get to if I get to wear Indian clothes and I get to show my tummy but, but it, I yeah her a crop t-shirt no oh so I was just saying I had a family event on Saturday and it's more of a traditional kind of side of my family and um so I'd called up and I'd said in advance what's everyone wearing like to the cousins and things and um and you know because obviously there were going to be elders there and I still you know be careful um certain parts of my family everyone's different but this part they're traditional and I said you know what's everyone wearing they're like oh um it's a mix you know my wife's wearing this or my cousin you know their so-and-so is wearing this and it was like dresses and stuff and I was thinking blimey for that part of my family I don't have a dress which isn't strappy or which isn't too short you know like which is fine but I'd wear it comfortably here but maybe for that part of the family I wouldn't so I was thinking, what am I going to wear? So I wore a sari. So I wore like a summer sari where, again, I was wearing like a sari open back, whatever. But it was, and it was a chiffon sari, so you can see through it. But it was nice, casual kind of thing. And then I went up and then I realized like half the girls were wearing like, still wearing like midriff showing, which I could have done with some of my other outfits. But I was just so conscious as in like, what's the, what, what is the line? I can't show my midriff anymore. Pardon? But I did in my sari. <laughs> Listen, just ha- I did in my let sari it hang and that out was in fine. a sari. No one cares, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. But but I was like, so like, what is the, you know, there's like, what is the line here? Because I'm the oldest of the cousins and, and, and the lot of, a lot of them are younger than me. But I was just like, why was I so worried? I could have just worn whatever I wanted to. I, I felt <laughs> like that afterwards. But I just had elders there that I would not, wear that with but i think they were overruled by how many kids there were um <laughs> and times are changing look we yeah. i feel like i'm still a, maybe like you know a bit old school about this kind of stuff and i really need to think about it because i have two young daughters and i need to i need to figure out you know what's going to be best for them and what my reaction needs to be for them so i think i need to think about it a bit more i mean i'm, I'm happy completely happy to say that i don't quite know what i'm doing I don't want them to have the same experience as me, you know, and I, but I want, I want it to be sort of empowering and positive for them. So I think I need to figure that out. And I'm not ashamed to say that I don't know what I'm doing about that yet. You know, it's, I'll figure it out. You no, figure it out as you go I, along. But it, I, I love the fact that you admitted that you don't know what you're doing because yeah. as, a, as, a, as somebody who's like borderline millennial and now we're like gen, the parents to Gen Z and whatever, um, it you, you you that whole thing of like it's so different from when we were growing up because it's like yes body confidence you know what I mean we can just like let it hang out and stuff in bikinis and we don't have to feel so uh, you know we're okay with flaunting our bodies and we should we should be proud all this body confidence we didn't have that okay but then it's like but then do then I want my kids to go be going around in hot pants all the time because they should be body confident I don't we're know fighting that all the time it's about you can be but body confident doesn't mean showing your whole body off or does body confident be mean being comfortable with with your body shape well you know i mean it's it's a debate to be had because that don't yeah there's a lot of mix there's a lot of mixed messages but now there is the whole thing of like you know what i'm proud of myself and if i've got flab i don't care i'm going to show it i'm going to wear tight things I can I don't I can wear bodycon dresses and have flab that's okay and that's a nice message right but it's like I still wouldn't I I don't want to put my kids also 
in uncomfortable positions and myself even even like once and this is like going back like 15 years ago now when I uh, was on my honeymoon you know like we were in Sharmal Sheikh and you know on the resorts you can just wear what you want and walk around like Nungi the whole day in a bikini and whatever but then once you venture off the resort and go walking down the street like which is what I did I was wearing denim hot pants and a t-shirt right a tight t-shirt I felt so uncomfortable I felt so uncomfortable I was like, oh shit, I shouldn't have done this journey wearing this because there were, this was Egypt, right? And Egypt, you know, apart from these resorts, it's, it's conservative. And there were men who wearing, you know, that the long gowns and stuff. Their men were fully covered up as it was. And of course the women were, and, I, and people were staring at me and I didn't like it and I felt uncomfortable and I wish that I hadn't been wearing that. I was, Rami, that's reminding me of when we went to Tunisia and- Oh my uh, God. That we, was terrible. Followed into toilets, we were. Yeah. Remember, yeah, yeah, it was awful. I think you had enough. You lost it that last day in the resort. <laughs> yeah, in the resort. Yeah, it wasn't. You didn't really. That is not. That's not okay at all. And that is not. Really, it's not okay. But you know, not. at the time, at the time, yeah, it pissed me off towards the end. But it now I think back, oh, you know, it was quite uncomfortable when you think about it. it. We were lucky. We were with a lot. We, we were with a like a massive crew of people but we were the only two girls by ourselves yeah, yeah and they were kind everyone was kind of looking out for us in a way but yeah but you know like you said good what like you said you touched on was really important like skimpy clothes doesn't eat wearing skimpy clothes doesn't necessarily equal body confidence that person could feel have really low self-esteem and feel like they need to wear the skimpy clothes to i don't know fit in yeah. or whatever i'd rather they are just happy with their body shape and then that is that is number one right and then what, what whether they decide to wear skimpy clothes or decide to cover up or decide to show their boobs and not their legs and what's that rule uh, legs and then not boobs yeah and yeah, boobs yeah. Not ignore that mate i've got legs and everything she's got today, it all out it's like <laughs> i've got it all out today but but it yeah i think there is that and I think we need to be just careful the messages that we give out. There is a time and place for things, I think. And uh, yeah. that's why there's, hello, sorry. There, there's um, there's rules for things. That's, that's, that's why there's things like uniform and yeah. stuff like that. Can I and say I've always not been a dedicated follower of fashion, I've got to say, either. I do my own thing. And I remember at school, like when we had stuff day, I wear what I want to wear. I didn't care what other people were wearing. I'm not. I, you know, I'm, you know that about me. I don't kind of do what everybody else does. I just do what I want to do. If I look good in it, I'm happy. I look good in it. It's okay. Mm. Yeah. Go on, Rina. You're going to say about yeah. uniform. Yeah, because uh, the school uh, that my eldest goes to is is local, so I see loads of kids going to school all the time, and some of the skirts are literally they just about cover the bomb just about. So if you bent down, it was all over. And it's like I don't, I don't want my uh, the world to see my kids. Bomb, sorry or you know what I mean it's like why I don't know I'm I just feel a bit like this is school mate what are you doing so I just I, I'm, I'm a bit like wow what is going on one thing I was going to say though is um it's a really funny one because like um part of me thinks you know like some of these people who kind of have opted out of all this what am I going to wear am I going to show boobs or am I going to show legs all this they're fully covered right maybe if people who are like Amritari Sikh people you know they've got their bag on they cover themselves or um, Muslim people that wear hijab and cover themselves you know maybe some of them have uh, wear the abaya you know the whole uh, mm. floor length gown I've, I've actually um, I went to this presentation one time this girl and she was Somalian so she was dressed head to toe in black and she went 
I'm free. She went, I am actually free because no one is judging me for my figure. Nobody is judging me for my clothing. Nobody is judging me, you know, the size of my, my boobs and my bum or anything. I'm actually free because I'm not, I'm not yeah. buying into all of that. And, and part of me thought, you are. You yeah. are, by, by taking, totally by being agree. like, I'm, do you know what? I'm actually going to wear this, cover myself, actually. You aren't going to see anything. And she was like, you know, people fall in love with me. They're going to fall in love with me for what's in my heart. And I thought that was quite a powerful thing. And it's really yeah. like I'm torn between it because I'm sitting here wearing like a, a denim play suit myself. So my legs are out. So do you know what I mean? It's it's quite... Um, the thing is, are you wearing that because you want to wear it, though? The difference is that are you wearing that because you want to wear it or because what? You know, at I mean, the end I, of the day, I, yeah, if you're comfortable wearing, wearing what you want to wear, then who cares? I am yeah, comfortable, exactly. but 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 I also like it. It kind of appeals in a, in a way to kind of opt out of the whole thing to be like, do you know what? Bye. I'm I my body's for me or the person that I get married to. But what you were saying, if you're confident in what you're wearing and you're happy with it, technically you have opted out of it, right? Or yeah, no, you but have. That, you no, technically but the, then but you've opted the out. The judgment, the judgment of people judging judgment, you, yeah. and even yeah. Yeah. that's. But that's you've got to opt out that as well mentally. You've got to switch off that, and that's yeah. what I was saying. Like I remember, that's the I hard used bit to... though. I think Rena, what you're yeah. saying is that is the hard bit, right? Because if somebody looked at you weird, you'd be like, "Oh, why are they looking at me weird?" And and you might go for you know you might be in a in a in a work environment or something, or networking with certain people or whatever, and you know depending on what you're wearing you you may be judged like that do you get what I mean people are gonna yeah they're going to look at you and judge you it's what people do it's the whole but thing you, what we've been talking about oh who cares people do care you have to be conscious of that though if you're gonna do that you have to be conscious of that that people are gonna do that but you've got to then be confident in being yourself in what you're wearing and that yeah that is the harder bit switching off from the judgment um but I think you know, some of my friends from school days will say, like, Geert's never cared about what she's worn. And I've had fun taken out of me. I, like, I used to have, so my mum used to wear silver gummies all the time. Did she? She doesn't know. Yeah, and she? my mum, mum, yeah, not now, but then, all the time at home, mum used to only wear silver gummies. At work, she would wear, like, trousers, really nice mm. jumpers, really nice whatever. She didn't, she doesn't wear short skirts. She's, you know, I said to mum, you know, I remember we got her into wearing really long skirts at one point. But nice smart suits in the office, you know, with long skirts and stuff. So my style, when be mufti day at school, um, it would be that kind of stuff because it was appropriate for school because it was a formal place, not fun stuff. Do you know what I'm saying? So it was like, so sometimes I'd like have like a long top with one of my mom's long skirts or something like that, and the rest of the kids would be like, oh, whatever. But it's what I was comfortable in because mm. I thought this is a formal, this is school it's not whatever it's not a fashion show mm. um so that was my mindset so I didn't really care <laughs> and so it, is, it is it is coming though isn't it I mean I feel like you know mine starting um door's gonna slam sorry <laughs> <laughs> what's that I one she's that. like damn you talking about me mom <laughs> I know, I know, right? Like, but that, you know, I just remember being that age where, like, you know, you just want to conform. And I, maybe I wasn't, str oh, yeah, you just want to conform at that age, don't you? If, if everyone else is wearing denim shorts, you want to wear denim shorts. Yeah, yeah. And, and then Mahi checks with her friends, what, what's everyone wearing to the Leavers party and all. And I was just, I did say to her, well, what do you want to wear? And, you know, wear what you want to wear, not because this is what everyone else is wearing and perhaps mm. you've got something else in mind. And I did try my best to kind of make her want to like go, oh yeah, no, I love this tennis dress I bought her. I was like, wear this. And she was like, no, 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 everyone's wearing this. So I want to, you know, she wanted to, she wanted to be, she wanted mm. to be, yeah, she mm. likes to conform. I'm hoping. I guess I'm not comfortable. 
No, I think that's it. Not. Me. I've no. not really. That's her natural. It's her natural. That's what she. Yeah. You know, if that's yeah. the way she sort of is right now. I, I think I've as as I've gotten older, I've uh, not don't conform as I've gotten older. But when I was younger, definitely I was yeah. like, oh, I want to be like these people. Yeah, I don't do that anymore. But it's nice. It's like sometimes I do send Rena. I'll send you a photo and go, "Am I too old to wear this?" We, yeah, we do. We send each other <laughs> pictures. Of, you know. going, what is this? You're not too old. Like you know, she, you get quite annoyed with me, don't you? Because I'm just like, oh, I don't know. I I, I second guess myself sometimes, going. Can I, can I do this? Is this too short? I do but that sometimes. But it's not wrong to want a second opinion. And that's not, yeah. I think that's quite I do nice that with that Harvey we, as yeah. well. Like, I, I'll send stuff to yeah. Harvey or sometimes with you, I, I'll send stuff. Yeah. It, I think it's not wrong to want a second opinion. It's, it's I think nice. I was more yeah. fearless. I was the most fearless at university, I think. I think I... Yeah, you were. You were like, I'll wear this, I'll wear I that. Love my cocktops. Yes, love my cocktops. Yes, yeah. yeah. I couldn't even, I was too self-conscious to wear them then, but you, like, you know, were slim and looked amazing in them you look um, amazing in anything even now yeah them. exactly <laughs> um i wouldn't get one boob in it now <laughs> one one thing that i have to point out yeah. is that i think women a lot of the time dress for well they dress for themselves and also for other women because the way that men want women to dress is not really how women would want to dress like a way that a man would would want a woman to dress sexy uh would be my worst nightmare to be honest and often we, we that those compliments that you get from other women are sometimes mean more than from a guy because you don't I don't know do you know what I mean it can get sleazy or you're like mm, really I think I find very like guys are scared to pay a compliment these days sometimes because it can get taken the wrong it might way. get yeah it's that kind of thing I find it a lot of that but yeah getting a compliment from a woman I mean I was with had a meeting last week with a lady and she just loved the rest that was in my whole thing my whole thing she kept saying and I was yeah. like and I was like, I can't even remember where I bought the dress from. Check the label. <laughs> I was like, you know, it was that kind of thing. But it was really nice to have that kind of a conversation. But yeah, it's nice. It, it? it yeah. is nice. Yeah, because you feel like it's genuine. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. It just feels a bit more genuine. Well, I think it's not you're not competing with another woman if another woman pays you a compliment because there is that whole kind of mindset with that's an, it's another that's another whole conversation. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, you can have have that mindset of competition um, and I think when when women do that and they support each other in that way, and it's not even supporting, it's just being normal and nice. Mm. Um, it, you know, that I like that, where'd you get that from? You look really good in that, that really suits yeah, it's you. Nice, What's isn't wrong it? with saying that to someone, you know? It's like, mm, there's nothing definitely. to be insecure about. Yeah. Um, so I just want to quickly talk about um, Darlings. I don't know if you had a chance to watch this, but it uh, recently got released onto Netflix and it's Alia Bhatt's new film. So... Um, it's actually produced by her herself as well and Gauri Khan and it stars Shafali Shah as Alia Bhatt's mom and Vijay Verma as her husband and I, I don't want to give the plot away to people who haven't watched it so I'm not going to give any spoilers just now but it's it's about a a girl who is kind of doing her best to save her marriage that is failing she is in a abusive marriage um, and it's kind of a dark comedy because uh, the mom and the daughter kind of team up to take this into their own hands and yeah it goes down a weird path basically but that's all I'm going to say um girls did you watch this yeah. yeah I did I did so it's a quite a serious topic isn't it because it's about an abusive marriage basically and you know they've spun it into this dark comedy what did you think of it 
Um, I think it took me a minute to to adjust really because it I I watched it. I had read nothing about it. All I when I saw it, I thought, oh fab, you know, Shafali Shah, Ali Abba, what a combo. It's this is gonna be really, really good. And it started off as a, oh wow, okay, domestic violence and but it kind of then took the turn of, oh actually now this is a dark comedy and and I felt, and then it looped out into serious domestic violence film again, and then it come came back into, oh, this was the serious stuff, and let's let's have some laughs now. So I did struggle with that a bit because I thought this is such an important topic, and at first I felt like, have they just like really made a mockery of it a little bit? Because there were some scenes that I found so powerful, I could not I could not watch them, and I was just like going to text you, Vina, going. Oh my god, I can't watch this film. You did mess you said that was hard to watch. Yeah, yeah some bits are hard it to was edge. hard yeah. to watch. I mean that bit that bit Okay, uh, so these are spoilers now, so don't listen if you haven't I'm come back to say this. With, yeah. with, the, with the heel. Uh, I had to turn off and go do something else for five minutes and come back. Because at that point there wasn't really that much comedy introduced and I thought it was going down this path and I thought, oh, this is really gonna be hard to yeah. watch. And I find stuff like that hard to watch after I'd had children anyway. That's a different. I can't do this kind of stuff anymore. I can't watch gory films, and I, I really cannot handle. I remember watching Goodfellas when I while I was pregnant, and I just had to tell that to turn, turn it off. I just could not. Violence against women or like all against children, I just I really struggle with. Um, but it was good. It was good. I mean, I think it. I, you know, but I I didn't like this kind of like. What was it? What was this film trying to be? Was it trying to show us that this happens and this sort of emotional? abuse that you know and physical let's not forget and, and it coming out of nowhere in the you know uh, just how easily she took that the fact that she you know with, without doing something really drastic she could not just walk out of the situation right but but, um, but that's the thing that i think it did highlight yeah. um and yeah. I, I mean i want to talk about that but Gideth, you were nodding do you agree with rummy it was a hard film for me to watch and then it just for me just spiraled into dark comedy zone totally um the beginning was really hard for me to watch and you know this company that Ali about set up um has been set up to make sort of real happy stories as she calls them and i so you know so i knew it'd be something like this when i watched it mm-hmm. um the fact that it's called darlings and you know it's that whole for me it's that coercive controlling behavior in the relationship yes yeah um and for me things like that i de- i identify obviously everything that i've been through I've, I've identified with some of that stuff um quite painfully and also the fact that you feel trapped in that situation and you do didn't anything come with a trigger to... warning it didn't come with a trigger warning it did didn't it? come with a trigger warning no. that whole um you're trapped in a relationship, but then you want to make the best of it. You want to give it every chance before you walk out of it, right? Because no you've given many, up so much, you've done no so many, much. Yeah, no matter yeah. how many slaps you take. And 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 what was it? What was you know? But she did stand up to him. Yeah, she did. She did. But she it's did. that whole like getting minute being manip- emotionally that emotional manipulation. But I think is it, tough. I I think it did show that quite well. The the fact that these empty promises, you know, uh, gestures, grand gestures of love and all children this kind of... Children will make it better. Yeah, children will make oh. it better. Grand gestures of love, empty promises. That's how a lot of 
abusers, you know, remain. That's how people end up staying in these relationships for far too long. Yeah, and I think and it highlighted what, it well. And what I, what I think it did highlight really well is that everybody knows, and nobody's nobody doing does anything. The beautician yeah. downstairs, oh, turn the radio up, you know, here they go again. Never once I thought, oh, she's going to help her or she's going to like, you know, do something. This is at the beginning of the movie. But what I loved was that Shafali Shah, was set, her mum, yes. was saying from the beginning, get out, get your stuff and get out. And that was quite refreshing. Um, but then she was, spoiler alert, she was speaking from experience and exactly. sad experience. And you don't find that out until later. Yeah, yeah. You do kind of, I don't know, I had a bit of a like, okay. You have an inkling, don't you? But yeah. Yeah. she said something and all that kind of But the thing is, I, what I, for me, like Indian, Indian cinema has not been doing that well. And it's always, and I think they went down a safe option with it. With, the, with turning it into a dark comedy. We're turning it into a dark comedy with all of that kind of stuff. And I think because if it was a dark comedy, was it, if it was anything darker, you would have less people watching it. Yeah. Indian, yeah. South Asian side. Mm. Because that's what happens. They're uncomfortable. Bollywood was always about escaping your hard life. Now we're putting the hard life on the screen for them and they don't like it. Yeah. Right? Mm. And so you have that. But it, it's like, it's the safe option was to go down the dark comedy bit. But... It was an uncomfortable watch, and I think it could have been more uncomfortable and more real in so many more ways. Um, I, yeah. I, I think I'm the only one out of us that liked this dark comedy angle to it. Because uh, I because it makes it comfortable. Well, it was still was uncomfortable, the whole thing. But I think, like, I mean, we're giving spoilers away now, right? But the, obviously the end is like, there is a, you, you come away with a bit of hope. And then, and I think that that is even if it wasn't a comedy or not a comedy, right? I think having that bit of hope at the end that somebody can come out of these situations is really important because some people don't. And and I have to bring up here, uh, Mandeep Kaur, who is this woman yeah. who recently, you know, in the US, she took her own life because she suffered allegedly. what? Well, allegedly, because she suffered um, apparently eight years of abuse from her husband, emotional and physical abuse. Uh, which is you know really sad and if you've seen like any videos footage of of her talking or whatever it's absolutely heartbreaking and I think people knew about that as well but But this is the thing and this is the whole thing about our community and you know you both know this is an issue that's close to me no one says anything no one speaks up no one speaks out until it's too late yeah and that's the hardest thing as much as I love our culture our community our everything everything this whole covering up stuff, this whole not speaking about stuff is one of the biggest thing. I mean, Sick Women's Aid is doing at the moment, they're doing like a Punjabi women's survey, which closes in the next couple of days. And they want all women, whether you feel like you've been abused or not, to do that survey. And if you are a Punjabi sick woman, yeah, go and do it. Yeah, it's, it's open for another few days, I think. And 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 But it, it's trying to get that data. How do we help? Do people know what's available? It, it, it's. I just find... Like, when you turn something serious into something like dark comedy, yes, it's entertainment, you're watching it, it's great. And so in terms of a film, yeah, I'd watch it and you come away and you think, oh, phew, that was a nice ending for her. But do you know something? There are so many endings out there that are just not nice. I, well, exactly. That's yeah. what I brought and, this woman up, uh, Mandeep, because she's yeah. just one of loads of women. And it just, um, that was really upsetting. And I think I, I haven't even commented much on that on socials or anything because mm. I can't, I just don't feel I can't like I can sometimes I feel the people that are commenting on it just 
don't know what they're talking about half the time. It it it's just um yeah, I think it was really tough. And that that shoe thing that you talked about, that scene for me was such a powerful scene, right? And it's just it, it's just it's so it's so trigger filled that scene. It is and at that point horrifying. I was thinking, is this gonna be like sort of is it sort of jeep and is it gonna be like provoked or is it gonna be like I mean there has been those movies, right? And I just thought I don't I couldn't remember that many others. I mean there's domestic violence towards women in probably most Bollywood movies in the eighties and nineties and nobody batted an eyelid, right? Uh, rape and etc. But you know, that very issue I couldn't I couldn't think of a, a modern version. Maybe that's because I'm just not watching enough films, but yeah, I did hark back to those movies and thought, oh gosh, you know, I wonder, I wonder where this is going. And then when there's sort of the comedic aspects, I kind of was a bit like, huh. It's it's oh. kind of almost it's it's oh, it was I'm strange because you watch it and you like you feel a bit of relief that I'm not feeling that horror anymore. But at the same time, you know, for people, it, does it undermine other victims' experiences? Yes, that's what that's what I yeah. And I, but I was like, you know, when the when the tables were turned again, not saying very much, I was a bit like, yes. Go girl. Yeah. yeah, of course. You know, you're kind of go girl, but then yeah. There is that whole Even that was uncomfortable thing. as well. Like I you know, that whole For me that didn't feel real though. For me that didn't feel real because when you're scared, you're scared. Well, I think this whole thing of like you know, she struggled with am I turning into this abuser type person? because I have been abused, then do I want to then be this person and then live with the fact that I have also been like that for the rest of my life, you know? Um, and you could really- It was the courage to walk away, which was, and, and in the courage to walk away, the decision she made was to walk away rather than do go carry on going down the path that she initially started mm, yeah. going on, right? Uh, that I, was important because, you know, that needs to change. You know, people will stay in some, well, a lot of people do stay in relationships that, you know, so, whatever yeah. reason, it's not their fault. They obviously feel like they can't, you know, make okay. their situation better. And, but and you know, a, a film at the end of the day is is not really going to do that much to change no, people's opinions. No, and I but, do think you say that it does. Films can; they do have a lot of power. I um, think the media look at Thaya Zameen, but that had a massive impact on education. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think you, that this media no, campaign no, of Mandeep Kaur... It's not Alia Bhatt's job to, to, you know, I don't think she went, she, I don't think she's gone out to do a, you know... No, she hasn't. No, she's not, she's not a campaign. A comedy with, with domestic, you know, centering around domestic violence. I don't think she's done like a public, like, you know, like, like, like Ahmed Khan does, right? He does lots of um, uh, sort of social issue movies. I don't think she's set out to do that, but she has picked has picked her quite well, a company is about real stories though and mm. you know when you say real stories like the majority of these stories don't end like that mm. and and the majority of those stories and the bit that i found that dark comedy bit when you're talking about the, when the tables were turned the tables don't often turn like that where you have that whole thing no, going on no 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 that, yeah, I mean, that was a bit that was a very realistic yeah. that was a bit crazy in that sense um I, but a, i think yeah. it provided a, us as the viewer, light relief from the horror either side of it. It it was kind of you know to make it an easier watch, so to speak. Yeah. Um, I think the things that we can take away from that, like that, I think our messages that I hope people that watch it would take away is this whole thing of like 
to actually leave a situation and not be pulled in by these oh I'm going to get better he's going to be all right and all this and also be that open mother-daughter communication you know that you can help each other to come out of this and you should support your kid to come out of something like that you know Mm. because not everybody does that do they um so I, I think that that was quite good but then I think that you know how this um the woman who who died Mandeep Kaur like the the whole campaign that's going around and showing these really disturbing videos and stuff that's should wake people up as well look what yeah. happened why weren't they shown before why didn't they go to the police before you know, I, know, like, I know why why is that community now sharing them now why why weren't we sharing and shouting about it then I don't know. I don't know, but I I just I just hope that it does uh, persuade people to kind of stick up for people a bit more now. I just yeah. I just hope people learn to speak out and yeah. and I mean even silence is not good enough. You know. No, it's, it's not. It's not. It's not. Oh, ladies. Well, ending on a bit of a sad note, but. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say don't watch it. It's great. It's a good. Then no, no, you have to. It's a good watch. It's definitely a good watch. Good watch, and and it, it, you know, it just took me on a bit of a. I was like, oh, okay. It's a journey, isn't it? It's a weird journey. And I've sat with it for a few days, and and I think all in all, what she's done is is great. I think it it is good. I don't think it's like you know bad or anything. It's out there, and you know, people will take from it what they what they take from it. Yeah. I think, I think it's, from, yeah, it's a good start. From a victim good. perspective, though. Yeah, coming from that yeah. perspective, it is just sensitive towards you know that trigger thing. Yeah, sensitive towards victims. It's that that's not the way things happen, really. Yeah. What you know, come that halfway point from that on. Yeah, that's not. It, the way it's a bit happen, of really. a, you got to suspend your disbelief slightly. Yeah, but you for know. a victim, like I said, it, you know, it's you're hard. undermining yeah. victims' experiences. It's true. If you're in that sense, um, you've got to be careful. For people who don't have that, yeah, it's a very easy watch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, ladies, thank you so much, as always, for coming on here and chatting about these stories. Um, And thank you for listening as well. So make sure you do share this, share this with everybody you know, write a nice review on Apple Podcasts because that would help more people to find it. So the podcast is growing, which is really, really nice, but it's uh, it's not me doing any marketing or anything like that. It's just a very organic thing. So tell everybody about it, please. (laughs) Okay, bye. Bye.